Ghost Adventures is the sole property of the Ghost Adventures crew and Scripps LLC. We're not in any way affiliated with any of them, we just like watching them do their thing. So if you like Ghost Adventures too, support the crew in the Travel Channel. Also, this podcast has profanity in it, so take whatever precautions you feel are necessary. Hello and welcome to another episode of Insanely Haunted, the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures. My name is Max. I'm Cassie. And hi, I'm also Max. There he is. Hi, Max. He's yes. back. I'm here to talk about ghosts and such. Yeah. We've got tons of ghosts for you. Uh, in fact, we're in Ghost City today. Ooh. That's literally what they call the place that this episode of Ghost Adventures was filmed. Which is Jerome, Arizona. Yeah, and they call the episode Jerome Grand Hotel when Ghost City would have been way cooler. Yeah, don't get it. Ghost City would have, like, gone a lot better with their whole aesthetic, Mm -hmm. you know? If the Ghost Adventures crew had an episode called Ghost City, surely that's what GAC fans want. And apparently they, this town has this nickname because they think that the spirits outnumber the residents. Which, if you think about it, like, any in any city in the world, spirits would overwhelm the amount of residents. Yeah, there's more dead people than alive people. Yeah, that's just, just, just how it is. If there wasn't, that would be really weird. Yeah. 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 Well, it would have to be a very new, undiscovered area, like Antarctica. Oh, but, there's probably tons then, of dead people But then, there. do you not count the spirits of animals, like... Oh, yeah, that's where we're going to get really complicated. There's just lots of spirits in in space, I guess, you know. It's made of spirits. Uh, Did you guys know that this is season four, episode 20? Nice. This is the 420 special, so... That's the drugs number. Indulge if you want to. Yeah, it is the drugs number. This town used to be a copper mining town, and this hotel actually originally used to be a hospital, especially for patients... Uh, uh, who had tuberculosis. They also say that at least one person died every day, which, is that high for a hospital? Probably not. Um, I wouldn't think so. Yeah. It's where sick people go. Apparently, like, counting in this, this like, statistical claim, that would have amounted to about 9,000 deaths total in this hotel. 9,000 ghosts. 9,000. That's a lot of ghosts, folks. And was it in the 90s that a family bought the building? I want to say 60s. 60s. I don't know, though. I totally missed it. Yeah. But this uh, ho- er, this hospital was eventually transformed into a hotel. Very normal idea. And it does look really cool and creepy inside, which Zach mentions. He says that this place is an aura, which he says in front of a very scandalous... Uh, Scantily clad painting of a woman. I also love this shot is specifically framed so we can see Zach right next to this painting. I mean, they got this in the shot. Yeah. They wanted it. Yeah. Yeah. That was their goal. This was probably like compensation for the fact that there were no stories about a female ghost that likes to have sex with living men who are as large and beautiful as Zach Bacon's. (laughs) How many episodes is it that Zach tries to fuck a ghost? I would love to have that on a compilation. Most. Yes. Many. Yeah. I mean, we've already gotten through a few episodes where he tries to seduce ghosts. 
And I'm sure there are many more to come, but to come. Zach, something's up with Zach in this episode. He's very, uh, he makes less sense than usual in this one, I would say. He really does. And he goes on and on and on and goes. His run on sentences are longer. They're more common. Yeah. Uh, He's talking. Oh, he talks about like all the people who write a police report at night. Yeah. What? He's, what are you talking what's the about? What are you saying, Zach? So he's talking to Chris, whose family owns the place. And he seems what it seems like is happening is that he's really pressing Chris hard for information confirming ghost sightings. And 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 that there are like unsolved mysteries, because he's always about that, always wanting to be a Sherlock Holmes and solve unsolved mysteries about people who died and and he thinks that he can figure it out by talking to spirits i also find it funny that when he's describing people coming down in the middle of the night to write police reports about their experiences which i don't think is a thing that happens but he grabs like what looks like a toy drumstick (laughs) and uses it as a pen (laughs) very physical scene yeah yeah very well you know he likes to reenact things oh yes he does Chris isn't having it, though. Chris doesn't seem to want to give them concrete yes or no's about ghosts existing, which I think is pretty funny. But Zach's trying. He does. Oh, he, yeah. he, he puts out so many leading questions. And this is where we make a cut to talk to the local ghost hunters. Who, like some sort of parano- Arizona paranormal Society, investigator. Yeah. yeah, they've got shirts on like those groups usually do, but you can't read what it says because it's so it's small. It's too small. Yeah. These guys have really been shit on by the ghosts. I mean, they really bad. have. One of them uh, has apparently been called a bastard. He's been called a bastard by the ghosts. The ghosts were very mean and pushed him down and took his lunch money. I just think that's funny that they chose the word bastard. That that's a good bastard, insult. Frank. They also yeah. tell him to go straight to hell. <laughs> <laughs> he and Zach bond over this. This bump. <laughs> After the line, I get name called all the time. <laughs> Which uh, makes me think maybe Zach is a little sensitive to what some people say online to him. Oh, yeah. of course oh, he would be. Course. Yeah. yeah. I'm How surprised often do you he's think not he Googles himself <laughs> daily, every morning when he wakes up. It's part of his routine. And then we we start to go into Oh, fuck yes. Well, they they're like hinting that the mining company that used to exist there does it still exist? I don't know. But that they might have like been corrupt and murdered people, and that's what leads us into the the best part of this episode. And something that, frankly, I've been waiting for since we started doing this show, mm-hmm. because it is a moment that is legendary to me. It's infamous. It's totally infamous. It's the first Bagan zing I ever saw. Yeah. It, it defines Zach Bagans as a character, this scene. It does. It absolutely does. For sure. So... Let's lay Let, it let's out. set the scene. Let's lay it out. <laughs> literally. <laughs> um so they're like in a machine room of some sort. It's like right? the elevator spot. Yeah, so the old elevator shaft. Um it's like at the bottom of the building and the elevator shaft, the elevator is like up and the doors open, so you just see the shaft and then there's like it goes down a little bit further to the very very bottom of the building in in there and laid out on the floor is a tape outline <laughs> not a chalk outline they refer to it as a chalk outline they though. do it is not uh, of <laughs> of a human body with its head 
cut off at the elevator shaft. And the story goes that there was, was it a mechanic? Yes. Yeah. And a mechanic, and did he have a name? Claude. Claude, okay. That Claude died because he stuck his head in this shaft and the elevator came down and smushed it off or something like that. Which doesn't make sense unless he was like trying to kill himself. Or as we see, as dumb as Zach Baggins. Yeah. Maybe he was just trying to to figure something out. Yes. Um, Zach Bangs is all worked up because he's like, oh my God, but what if it was murder? And and like the. Of course, Chris, there's like uh, hints that it was murder. Like, oh, it might be the mining company covering something up. Chris really likes to get Zach going yeah. in this episode. He likes to say things that make Zach very like, oh, oh. And Zach, of course, likes the opportunity to put his body where a dead body used to be um, and also to recreate, aka shitty reenactment. Uh, a death scene. So what follows is like the the least OSHA approved thing I've ever seen in my life. This is so incredibly Something, dangerous. They, <laughs> he must have gotten a call from Travel Channel after this episode went out. <laughs> they must have called him and said, "You need to never do anything like that again." <laughs> um, and and who knows why Chris went along with this. <laughs> um, and also who knows if he had control of the elevator and just didn't stop it. So, I, I'm I'm assuming he had control. So what happens here is what, Zach lays down with the with one of the cameras, one of the big shoulder mounted cameras, and holds it out above him, facing up at the elevator, and then asks Chris to lower the elevator onto him. <laughs> what possessed Chris to go along with this is beyond me completely. And Zach isn't getting out of the way when it's coming down. Nope. He almost dies. Everyone Literally. yells at him to move. Move, 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 move. And then who grabs his feet? Was it Chris? It's Chris. Yeah. It was not one of the Ghost Adventures crew members. It was Chris. Chris grabs him by the ankles and yanks him out of the elevator shaft. And Zach's like, what? <laughs> cannot, ex- cannot express to you how close he was to dying. Like the elevator looks like it was about to touch the camera. It was yeah. so close. And Zach's like, I thought you were going to stop the elevator. <laughs> so they have a little conversation about um, uh, what could have... That near-death experience. Yeah, about that near-death experience and how Zach's crazy. Chris calls Zach crazy and Zach's like, yeah, yeah people tell me that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and he thanks Chris in the narration. Not in real but life. not in real life. <laughs> he says, thank you, Chris, for saving my life. <laughs> this episode is it. dedicated this episode is dedicated to zach bagans who lost his life uh in a elevator shaft it reminds me of that skeleton found at pompeii with the big boulder on his head (laughs) it's that kind of death like and and there were reporters saying how'd he die (laughs) although didn't it turn out that that boulder fell on his head after death yeah Yeah, the joke got ruined yeah that's a bit of a bummer i mean it's not nice when someone dies but it would have been really funny if that's exactly how that 2018's a year of give and take, you know? Yeah. We've given a lot. We've we've lost a lot. This is it for the moment for the actual building of the Jerome Grand Hotel. They they are going to investigate a side building, though, that was uh, incorporated later. It was a different hospital. 
No, no, it was the morgue for the main hospital. Yeah. The United Verde Clubhouse Hospital. It's located a little bit down the hill from the main hospital. Now, I'm guessing this is like a maintenance warehouse now, and that's about it. I'm not sure, but there is a section of it that is currently owned by a dude who is probably not a human being, but in fact, an alien or a person who died like a long time ago. Or um, uh, three raccoons standing on each other's shoulders. <laughs> um, this man is named Lonnie Anderson, and he's a furniture maker that owns his own business there. And he only stays in his quarters of the building because the rest of it creeps him out. Um, he is a very interesting individual. Uh, Talk about what, again, he, what he was wearing, because I found that to be yes, pretty wild. Yes. Okay, so let's talk about that. Um, and and this, explain, th- th- this description is going to explain why I believe he is either an alien trying to imitate a human being or a person who died, like, mm, early 90s. He is wearing jeans or something of the sort. The main part that is interesting to me is his torso region. He is wearing an undershirt, and on top of that, he's wearing a long-sleeved, button-down, kind of jean-looking shirt, like one of those man shirts that guys wore in the early 90s that kind of look a little washed out. Um, And then on top of that, he's wearing a button-up vest that has no sleeves. Is that what a vest is? Yeah, vests don't have sleeves. Correct. (laughs) Um... And it just doesn't look like what a human would wear when this episode was made. He's definitely an alien or some sort of skeleton person. It, yeah. It's absolutely definitely, not human. Or he died 30 years ago. Yeah, he definitely has a skeleton. He has a skeleton in his body. Persona. Like, you can kind of just see it in his face. And I know that's kind of mean, but... If you watch the episode, you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah, he got skeleton face. (laughs) (laughs) He's got that disease. So Zach also forgets how to be a human being uh, because he contacts Lonnie by walking up to the open window and like yelling in at him to come over here. (laughs) Like, like Zach do all the time. Lonnie is like aggressively normal. Like he seems like he's trying very hard to be an ordinary person. Like a, a, he's Again, trying to like be a some, human like a being. not human person. This is what humans do, right? Hi, I'm Lonnie I Anderson, make... adult human. Humans wear vests. <laughs> I make human furniture. Uh, See how so I sit Z- on it. <laughs> <laughs> Zach and Lonnie talk for a little bit about the place where Lonnie works, and Lonnie is apparently made uncomfortable by the sort of back half of the building. But Zach gets him to go in there, and they do go in there, and Lonnie says the most, the most grim thing he says in the whole episode. He runs back to close the door, and he says he did it to keep his own space pure. What the hell? What the <laughs> fuck, Lonnie? Uh, apparently there used to be another guy who worked here who also died by suicide. Zach and Lonnie get his name wrong. Well, wait. We have, we unfortunately have two suicides. There are two suicides oh, in this And this right. does not include Elevator Man. Um, Claude? Claude. There this... was a hanging at the main building. Yeah. And then a shooting in the morgue building. Oh, and of course they tastefully recreate that scene for us. Oh, God, yeah. The shitty reenactment, like, in between B-film things mm-hmm. with w- random actors. And, and, and like, the, you know, this is a serious subject, and, and Zach really takes it as, like, ooh, spooky. Like, 
you know, oh, yeah. we're going to have a ghost here. It's just kind of inappropriate. But, I mean, what else do you expect from Zach Beggins? Not a lot, as it turns out. His mind is only on the hunt. So, I don't remember what the, what, oh, I think they might have been, Zach and Nick might have been talking about the suicides that had occurred, the deaths, the specific deaths that they were talking about. And I think they were trying to kind of tie the two suicides together as caused by the same thing. And Nick yes, says... Yes, yes, suicides Nick, caused by ghosts, Nick, right. Nick does this dramatic, like, uh, this dramatic thing outside, and he's like, weird coincidence? I don't think so. The word weird, <laughs> they gave us an angry counter in the last episode. I felt like we needed a weird counter in this episode. Probably. Very weird. Weird yeah. energy, weird connections. Uh, the the other person who died by suicide in this area was the night watchman named Man Manila Huffbauer. Yeah. Huffbauer. And <laughs> I messed the name up a little bit. Zach messes the name up about as much as is humanly possible to mess the name up. And again, he like totally goofs with it. And it's like, eh, maybe not the best idea yeah, since this, this man died. died recently. This man recently died? Maybe we should use his name. This isn't really a joke. <laughs> <laughs> like... Not a good time for wordplay. <laughs> no, not really. Um, so then Zach decides to stalk Donnie's wife. And Yes, Lonnie. Lo Lonnie. Zach, right. Zach Lonnie, goes, Donnie, whatever. Zach goes to Lonnie's house, presumably invited. Uh, I, don't, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. He might have just showed up. His wife also is kind of dressed strangely. I think it might be a religious thing. Uh, so I won't go too into it, but... They're, they're just not very fashionable folks. Not that I'm fashionable. They're like insanely but... old fashioned, though. Like, yes. not like, like conspicuously old fashioned yes. is what we mean. Yes. Really. Uh, that's, the, that's a good judgment way of, judgment free way of saying yeah. it. Conspicuously yeah. old fashioned. Yes. You know, like they're hiding something. Right. Like tentacles, maybe. <laughs> and uh, Lonnie's wife is very aware of the oh, whole yes. spirit ghost stuff. And she thinks about it all the time. They Apparently their house used to be a butcher's shop, and she said that she's seen a butcher walking around the house. No animal ghosts, though. Yeah. No ghost pigs. Yeah. She also has said that like there have been times where she feels like she can't walk further in her house, like there's a force preventing her, which kind of sounds a little bit more like that might just be a mental illness of some sort. Uh, and I'm not making fun of that. I'm just saying, like, that could literally yeah, that's be worrisome for her health, obsessive compulsive disorder, or something like that. Um, <clears throat> and then we hear about how Lonnie has brought home darkness with him, and it's it's insinuated that he's been like dark against her, like maybe potentially verbally or physically violent. I don't know. They don't elaborate. This is another instance of. People fucking blaming bad behavior, abusive behavior on ghosts. That's pretty messed up. Mm -hmm. She's very reluctant to let him go on the lockdown with them. Yeah, because Lonnie has been invited to the lockdown. Yes. Yeah. Oh, shit. We didn't even mention that. Lonnie's oh, yeah. coming to the fucking lockdown, guys. Yeah. Um, she eventually is okay with it mm -hmm. after what I expect is quite a long conversation where Zach gives her a pretty hefty guilt trip and the way he does. I don't think we mentioned this, but did we talk about... When Zach arrives. Oh, no, yeah. Because not only... So many things happen when he first arrives here. First of all, he knocks on the door and then gets startled when it's open. Did you guys see this? He gets, no, he gets, I mean... He, like, jumps back from the door and is, is almost startled by it. And then <laughs> just sort of, like, jumps right in and then realizes he hasn't been invited into the house. 
<laughs> this is what I'm saying. Zach is like extra on it today. Like he's he's very keyed up. He's very, very much uh, a person who follows the mantra better to ask for forgiveness than ask for permission. He forgot the rules of being a vampire because he's such a vampire fan. He wants to abide by those rules. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To, to really get there. It's like, oh, shit. I forgot. I have to be invited in. Uh, Lonnie and Renee connect the Ghost Adventures crew with a local psychic who is a friend of theirs. And I did not catch her name. I think it's Ariana something. Yeah. But she tells us some cool stuff that there's apparently psychic vortexes all over the place out Spirals here. Spirals of energy. They come they from the come center from? of the earth. In these areas. <laughs> what kind of energy? Yeah, you know, yeah. just energy. Spirit. You know, it doesn't have, doesn't have to be kinds. If she's if she's speaking of electromagnetic energy from the Earth, yes, the Earth has electromagnetism and it protects us from cosmic radiation, mm. from basically like getting mega skin cancer getting and body zapped. cancer and just not being able to exist. Space lasers. But our electromagnetic field is is pretty much north south, and every so often it flip flops. Surprise! The Earth's magnetic field flip flops. There's actually a record in the oceanic crust underneath the ocean that literal magnetic minerals in the rock, when they come out as lava, um, it's the whole process of plate tectonics. Um, when they cool into rock, they are actually facing the pole. Oh. And so you can actually, like, this happened in the 1960s when the military was surveying the, the seafloor because they wanted to find possible routes for submarines and stuff, you know, Cold War. They actually discovered that the, the, the oceanic crust is a literal record of the the geo uh the, the earth's magnetic field which is pretty cool but again i said it's pretty much north south and only flip-flops every so often like every i don't know a certain million years but like she's insinuating that there are spirals of this maybe i don't know she doesn't even define it uh that just are when kind you're of, a psychic you don't have to define things yeah now if you wanted a if you wanted a planet or a star that does have a crazy electromagnetic field we'd probably want to go visit the sun or jupiter or saturn usually things with very large masses uh and lots of internal heat so just to be clear here you're saying that the sun probably has the most ghosts Yes. The sun is as well made as of Jupiter ghosts. and Saturn. So if we want ghosts, yeah. yes. maybe we need to leave Earth. Could yes. should we, we need to get Zach connected to Zach? with Elon yeah. Musk? Yeah. I wonder if he would like, I don't know, connect with I don't know. He he seems to have lots of money as we found out from the Demon House episode where he just purchased a house and then destroyed it. Um maybe he'd have enough money to fund like a rocket to the uh, sun. to take him t to the sun. <laughs> Demon House 2. <laughs> It's the sun. Demon. Demon sun. <laughs> demon sun. Maybe the sun is hell. I don't oh, know. Oh, hey, that's actually a fun neat. theory. Yeah. And that's where all our energy comes from, is the damnation of tortured souls. So don't yeah. so stop sinning. Yeah. Please. A lot of the, a lot of the uh, energy that comes out of the earth is from all the pissed off dinosaurs that are just like... Damn you! Except for the birds, but they're pissed off. So they're the living pissed off dinosaurs. Yeah, birds are the most like angry class and intelligent. So psychic vortexes, yeah, and this are is spinning. This this interview takes place up on a mountain, 
and we get <laughs> so they, funny. I mean, we're not gonna beat the elevator scene, but the second best scene of this episode is they're all yeah. They're on some red rocks in the Sedona area, and the first shot you get is Jesus Zach. Zach in full T pose, embracing the wind. He's in the pose that the big Jesus sculpture in, like, where is it? Rio? Yeah, Rio de Janeiro. There's that big ass Jesus. Sorry, that's a little offensive. There's a big ass Jesus there. And you see it in the movie Romeo and Juliet. You know what I'm talking about, Max? Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. That big ass mm-hmm. Jesus. That big ass Jesus. Zach does that pose. We get one of my favorite shots of Nick where he's just sitting cross-legged and the camera's very slowly zooming out and he goes, feels fresh like that. Just a bunch of really dumb shots that conclude with Zach watching a plane fly by and going, whoa. It's the last thing that happens before it cuts to commercial. And it is about a 10 second shot of Zach watching a plane. Yes, it's just overall a massive spiritual transfusion, as Zach puts it. (laughs) So they're spiritually transfused. Ariana reinforces all of their beliefs about what could be happening. And they're ready to fucking get down to it. And when we come back from that commercial break, it's lockdown time. Or at least starting to be lockdown time. It's time to gear up. It's time to gear up with Gary. Ooh, gear up with Gary. Ooh. Ooh. So they gear up with Gary Galka, the original TM, man. TM, TM, TM. TM, TM. That's us. You can't have that, boys. Uh, so Gary is Gary Galka, the original mad scientist for the Ghost Adventures crew, a much more earnest-seeming man than Bill Chapel, if I must say. Uh, we see, before they talk about their equipment, um, we see Billy in the van outside, <laughs> in a van down by a river. Um, he's where He's sporting his crazy perfected mohawk again again like what are what are you doing this for what are like you're just sitting in a van listening to nothing with a mohawk but anyway with a mohawk just sitting there with your mohawk maybe he's got like dowsing rods inside of his mohawk <laughs> he's trying to channel the spirits i don't know a practical um, mohawk i like this idea <laughs> i, I want to see it That's i want to see it happen um so Bill Chapel, get on it. Um, this is their most technologically advanced lockdown yet. Yeah. They've got all kinds of shit. Zach is, uh, refers to himself as Robo-Zach. He's essentially a Gundam now. He is a Gundam. He's wearing a special suit that has all kinds of technology in it. Beep, boop, boop, beep, boop. It, It's got beeping EM field detectors. It's got beeping thermometers that light up blue or red, depending on the temperature. Well, and you don't know this at first. You just see his weird jacket yeah. that he's wearing. That's not a, not really a usual style for him. And like, you'll see every so often these little, what look like laser spots that are green. Like, like he's being targeted by an assassin. Yeah. And so you're like, what what is this? And then you end up finding out that it's it's an, a, a piece of equipment. Ah, it's the dumbest thing it could possibly be. Yeah. No, I think the dumbest thing that they could possibly do, they also did, and that is the shoulder-mounted cams that oh do not God. have night oh vision, they do not have infrared vision, they are not going They're to be totally able to see They're totally useless. And it's specifically for that... How dark it is thing. Yeah. That's why. They just want you to see how dark it really is. They wanted one camera to roll on absolutely fucking nothing for for eight straight hours. 
And they so, do the, well, we just want you to see how dark it really is, and they turn, you know, the, mm. the regular... When they could have just night night vision off. A, a blank screen on. Yeah, it's yeah. the exact same fucking thing. <laughs> Uh, while they're, so their first mission is to go down into the elevator zone where Zach had his experience <laughs> that v moved him, you know. His dumbass uh, experience. Yeah. He jumps down in there in an attempt to sort of... In the elevator shaft. Yeah, he tries to sort of get on Claude's level and commiserate with him. Um, and they call out to Claude, and Zach guilt trips Claude? He's like, we drove l very far out to come see you, <laughs> just so we could talk to you. It's a uh, new method get of anything. contacting ghosts. I've not. I wonder how well that that worked for him. There's guilt tripping, <laughs> provocation, and guilt—the two things that'll do it. Uh, but they don't get anything from Claude. They get something from another person. A, they think a female voice. Oh boy. Yeah, they hear um, two EVPs, and they're very convinced that it's like legit because. Both EVPs start with the same phrase. So the first one says what they think says. I just, and then the second one they think says, I just want listen and help. How nice. It is also during this time down here that they see what they think might be a ghost in the thermal night cam, and it ends up being just a reflection, and they do this big debunked, like... They spend a lot of time debunking it. They show the whole process from <sighs> yeah. start to finish. Which is like, why is when... that on the show? <laughs> Thanks for being thorough. They I have guess. to show us. Yeah, they have to show the us. The one that time they, they are... ever debunked anything. Yes, they are scientists. Yeah, this is all pretty above board. <laughs> yeah. Uh... After this, Lonnie arrives in cosplay. <laughs> He's got some kind of leather jacket with like a bunch of it's different a, patches it's on an it. It's an aviator jacket. Again. Is it literally like a pilot's thing? Yeah, I think so. That's yeah. what it looked like. Again, it's like, is this what humans wear? This is also when they brag about additional tech they have, which they have eight recorders set up all throughout um, their their location here. Oh. And I think, is it Zach that mentions yeah. that you would be able to hear a mouse fart? Yes. Yes. You could hear a mouse fart in there. Do mice have audible farts? Maybe. I guess if you have enough recorders. Here's my question is, do they have a method of filtering that out? Because what if a lot of this EVP is just simply mouse noises? Mouse farting, right? specifically? Yes. Uh, there's a point where Zach's talking to Jay through the walkie-talkie, and they had already established that, like, there, there are digital recorders everywhere. Like, he doesn't need to do this, but Jay has to remind him, hey, listen, you don't need to talk into the walkie-talkies. <laughs> we can hear everything. <laughs> And you know what's really funny is that the walkies actually set off the EMF detectors in <laughs> yeah. his shirt, too. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, and Zach, I don't know. This must be, like, one of the first times that he sports, like, a face mask for oh, his yeah. breathing. His delicate respiratory system. Which are literal words that came out of his mouth many times on this show. Nobody else gets one. Yeah. It's he's the so only messed one who gets up the... that he's the only one that gets it. I know. Oh, God. Yeah, um, apparently Zach has a delicate respiratory system, which I could understand. Like, yeah, so do I. He's probably going to get lung cancer someday because he's been in, like, really, like, well, his, probably asbestos-ridden, mold-ridden, yeah. uh, dilapidated, abandoned houses. He already buildings. fucked up his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Demon house. What else can the ghosts take oh, from him? God. Yeah, his lungs. 
So as they're sort of walking around and Aaron is like explaining some of the stuff about their process to the camera, a big slam happens and they all get spooked like a bunch of young horses. (laughs) (laughs) This slam Uh, gets so much airtime. Oh, yes. yes. It's a loud bang and somebody's like, that sounded like a gun. And everybody goes, whoa, dude. And they run around. Mm -hmm. And then... uh, you conveniently can't see it on any of the video. Mm. And because it's like in shadow. And then they spend like this long ass time trying to show that there's no wind and you can't push it with a light Not touch. Not a breath of wind. <laughs> the, the, okay, Zach yeah, we have to talk about their wind test. Zach yes. holds up a plastic bag and then tries to blow into it. <laughs> Max, I don't know if you heard, was it last week's episode? But like, he does another wind test. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the Bonnie Springs Ranch. He sets up a pinwheel and a handkerchief tied to a string. <laughs> or no, is it on, on like on a, a wire? Stick. It's on a, a stick. stick. Yeah. yeah, it's like a little surrender flag. Yeah, he's like, oh this is God. to show. Yeah. <laughs> they rigorously test this shit. Yeah. Well, and uh, then Zach, suddenly he gets in a bad mood and he starts giving orders to everybody. Yeah. Do you notice this? Yeah. He sends Aaron to the morgue by himself. In the with- dark. And he takes his night vision camera. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's so mean to Aaron. I really thought, yeah, and, like, he gives this sort of flippant response where he's like, if something big time happens, scream. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Aaron goes on the record saying this is a bad idea. But still does it. He still does it, because he doesn't seem to have a choice. Uh, after they separate, though, everybody starts to really, you know, feel it, feeling those ghost symptoms that you conveniently can't record on camera, like, you know, mm-hmm. a blast of cold air and feeling like you're surrounded. Oh, but unless it's Zach and he has his jacket. Oh, that's right. That's right. Which he does get, like, some temperature anomaly of three degrees. Oh, my God. Uh, Aaron is, swears that there are present. he says presences? <laughs> is that a real word? Yeah, you kill. Okay, well, it doesn't sound like it, but whatever. Uh, he swears that he feels presences around him, uh, circle encircling him. Uh, Nick also says the same thing that there's people closing in on him. Lonnie's leg starts hurting, and, and Zach's whole body goes numb. Maybe he thinks that that's how humans have heart attacks, but he has it wrong, and it's actually like the the left arm, not the left leg. What do you call this thing? This thing, you know, I, the big part. Can I say here, it felt like Zach was trying to one-up Lonnie. Because Lonnie goes like, yeah. oh, my right leg hurts. And Zach immediately is like, my whole body is numb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a competition. Is this where the second slam happens? Yeah. There's a second door slam. They spend almost no time talking about it. <laughs> Uh, and this is also where Aaron starts to freak out and he calls for help. So to Zach's credit, he does immediately go to help him. But then he like leaves him alone again. Yeah. Right? Or did it? No, he just, he doesn't let him leave. He just joins him oh, okay. in, in investigating the spot. Bla- uh, Nick says he saw a black mass, which I don't understand how he, like if they're emphasizing how dark it really is several times. Yeah. Like, how the fuck can you see a black mass in what front you, of you? What are you seeing? Yeah. The only, the only way you could see a black mass in front of you is, like, if you had moonlight or, you know, like, uh, whatever. 
Uh, and then somebody catches like this foggy purple ball in the now, thermal. Now this can. is interesting to me because it does have like Zach catches this orb as so he's panning the camera over and you see what appears to be a purple ball sort of hovering in between the camera and the floor. Mm -hmm. And it moves independently of all of those things. And it does block like the visual of everything in back of it. Okay. Yeah. But I, I think this is a fart. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody farted. We just saw the cloud. That's just the cloud. That's just the butt cloud. What if it's just a, a speck of dust that's really close to the camera. Oh. Like a pocket of cold air. Oh, no, but you would know it, is, it, it was a, a thing of dust because, I don't know. Because we'll show you what dust looks like. Yeah, Here's what dust looks stupid, like. stupid. Or they're bugs that have, like, giant wings. They're, like, from the Carboniferous period. <laughs> <laughs> like, gigantic. Um, Zach and Lonnie kind of get together to break down all that stuff. The EVPs. Yeah. And Jay's, like, talking about how, like, you there's... Mean Billy? Sorry, Billy. Sorry. Sorry, Billy. Uh, <laughs> talking about like how the frequencies are different when you're looking at the oh. audio file. Uh, this one how... goes down. Oh, it's any old justification. <laughs> That's a really. ghost. <laughs> That's ghosts. They do this thing. <laughs> That's pretty much it. That's about it for that episode of Ghost Adventures. Once again, I am just a little disappointed. I think I say this every episode and with Demon House, but I'm a little disappointed that they didn't find concrete proof of ghosts. No, they did not. Still waiting. Once again, we are not quite yet proved. So what was your favorite, your favorite, what was your favorite part of this episode? Oh, I feel like it's got to be the near-death experience. Yeah. When, oh, when of it course. all comes down yes. to it, there's only one moment in this episode that really got me. Yeah. The iconic Bagan Zing. The only time this episode that I was afraid was for Zach in that moment. Yeah, definitely. Same. So that's pretty cool. Pretty unequivocally the best moment of this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Max, I don't know if you've been listening to recent episodes of Insanely Haunted, but Cassie's preparing for a segment that we call Tweet Watch. Oh. Where we pick the best uh, entries from Zach, from the internet's most groundbreaking and impactful blog, Zach Bagans' Twitter. Oh, why am I not following this guy? So you out there at home can go to Zach Bagans' Twitter. It's twitter.com slash Z-A-K underscore B-A-G-A-N-S. That's where we are, and you can have a look uh, at all the cool stuff that we're seeing. Okay, he does have a cute uh, tweet, which is about him in a store, and he's looking at Halloween decorations, which I totally get. We have been doing that. Although, I don't get, like... There's a tweet. He has a picture of this inside the store, and he's talking about how, yes, I'm buying that tombstone. It's not a really special tombstone. It's just his R.E.P. on it. Um, There's a tweet that was posted 22 hours ago, and he says, driving around, people watching. And he's got a clown mask on his face. And it's not a full clown mask. A I'm gonna half play clown it. Mask. This is interesting. So there's 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 audio, a video. So I'm gonna play it. Um. So here we go. Is he in the oh driver's seat? Okay. There's he's still not talking at all. He just stares at the camera. So hopefully he's not driving. Uh, and he brings a lollipop to his mouth. I think he was in the driver's seat of that car. I for sure hope not. He had no hands on the wheel if that was the case. 
Uh, I this actually, weird... I just, I just, um, I, I pulled up his Twitter and I, I did wander okay. into his likes instead. Okay. I just kind of veered okay. off. Lord. Um, okay. What, what do you see? I just want to say the, the most recent thing that Zach Bagans has, has liked, uh, is four hours ago and it is the video of Ted Cruz failing to dunk a basketball. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He gets a star from yeah, me. Yeah. yeah I was yeah. like, okay. Thank you, Zach. <laughs> By the way, I don't know if our listeners have heard, but Ted Cruz, I just please, just please Google uh, image search Ted Cruz, Jesus mime. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. did, you, did you not know this, Max? Uh, yeah, this might be news to me. Oh my God. Okay. All right. All right. Please do that right now. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm... oh, good Lord. <laughs> Would you like to describe what you're seeing, Max? Ted Cruz as a serial killer? <laughs> um, yeah. Oh my god, the face. It's so scary. <laughs> this is scarier uh, than any episode of Ghost Adventures. I know. I found a tweet that he did. It's of his doggy, which is really cute. But it gets really personal. He says, and he's talking about dogs and pets. He says, they don't hate you because you have success. They don't judge you. They may steal your socks, but nothing valuable. They will protect you. They always want to go outside and play. Hashtag take care of your dog. <laughs> That's cute. It's just, it's just the first part of it. It sounds very personal. It is cute, but it also reads... Uh, I have spent some time in an elementary school classroom, and this does read mm-hmm. like a, a second grade essay. <laughs> <laughs> like the way he sort of goes off on a tangent, the way the list yeah. doesn't actually finish, like the, the, everything yeah. about it. Yes, but it does come from the heart, and once again, yes. Zach gets a point. Yes, and Zach likes dogs, so that's nice. That's relatable. Yeah. So that's about it for that's the for tweet, tweet watch. watch. Um, thanks for joining us on this episode of, Go- of Insanely Haunted, Max. Oh, thank yeah, you so thank much you. for having me. It's always so much fun. I love talking about ghosts. It's Max and I do a, another podcast together, so if you like him, you should listen to Zenkai Boost. Yes, please check us out. Uh, what is it? Uh, Bit.ly slash TryZBoost. Yes, that'll take you to one of our... It's not the first episode, but it is um, uh, kind of an episode that marked... I don't know. I felt like we kind of knew what we were doing <laughs> at that point, and it's an a good starting point. with good audio quality. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Halloween's coming up. Halloween is fucking coming, you I'm guys. Ready. I don't fucking Put it care. into my veins. <laughs> I don't care that it's only September. It is time. It's time. It's time. We bought this delightful little skull p- pumpkin witch lady. She's like a little ceramic sculpture that's sitting on our our end table right now. She's wonderful. We got the the candlesticks that bleed when you light them, but the only problem is that they haven't bled yet. <laughs> They're very hardy. These candlesticks. <laughs> I didn't know that um, existed. It does. Um, they just have white wax on the outside and red wax on the inside. That's but the it. red wax is a little bit more prone to liquefying. So then the, the hard wax, the hard white wax on the outside doesn't melt as fast. So then you just have a little bowl of red. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, we have a Facebook page, guys. Make sure you like. Uh, you can join our Facebook group, Insanely Big Fans of Insanely yeah. Haunted. There's other fans in there posting stuff. Um, uh, the best way, we've, we read your reviews on Apple Podcasts. So I was flabbergasted to see all the reviews in there. So thanks again. Yeah. Um, 
if you can take the time out of your day to give us a review, that'll help us. That'll help other Insanely Haunted or Ghost Adventures fans find us. Mm-hmm. And if you know a Ghost Adventures fan in real life, you just tell them about this show mm-hmm. that you like. Both shows. Both shows. Their show and our show. Yeah. Yeah. Two shows for the price of one. Isn't that great? Because podcasts are free. Yes. Remember so- to support your state and national parks, but don't ask the rangers about ghosts. They don't care. maybe they do I don't know anywho anyway we should get going that's about it for today Uh, thanks again for listening my name is Max my name is Cassie I'm also Max and you just heard a A class A EVP. EVP